Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Zoe, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt them. Especially always just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't, it's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Joy, your new morning show where we all talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. Before I kick off this conversation and entertain you all, I wanted to make an announcement that Brandon, as you all know, he has been talking about his experiences as a dad-to-be, as a new husband, and he's been sharing his life experiences. I'm going to call them the Brandon Chronicles. He's been sharing them with you all on the show. So I'm happy to announce that. He is officially a dad. He had the baby, well, they had the baby uh, this morning, and so we want to welcome Brandon Jr. into the world. Welcome, 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 Brandon. We love you. We love Lopi, and we love love as well. Uh, so congratulations to them as they began their journey of parenting. So if you want to drop Brandon some notes, feel free to do so. You know, he, he needs it. I know he put up a lot of fuss on the air, but he needs all the help he can get. So if you want to drop him a few lines in terms of um, how to deal with parenting, then go ahead and do that. Feel free to do that. Send him some diapers, too. Your diapers, bottles, <laughs> a daddy manual, <laughs> all of that. But welcome to the show. All right, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. I'm excited about this topic because I am always out with my girlfriend running my mouth talking about things about relationships. Now, I'm not an expert. I know some of you may think so, and I've probably given quite a few of you some great advice, you know, because I think I'm level-headed. You know, I think I'm level-headed. I'm grounded. I am optimistic. I can be objective. You know, I can be a good wall. You know, I can be that sounding wall, you know, um, that you can bounce things off of, you know, your emotions, your feelings, what happened. And I think I'm just pretty good giving you all feedback, thumbs up. For those of you on Facebook Live who heard me give you some feedback, thumbs up if it was um, productive, if it helped. Thumbs down if it didn't, and I'll be watching. (laughs) But in any event, uh, I love this topic because it's so relatable to what we do. Everything we do is about our relationships. I mean, we may work somewhere from 9 to 5 or outside the home or whatever your grind is. Sure enough, that. When that ends, you're coming home to someone or you're spending your evenings with someone outside of your family. And, and that's important. That's important. But that, there's some fishy stuff going on out here 
in relationships today. So I, I am 50. I turned 50 last year. I'll be 51 in September, and I'm, I'm doing the thing for 50. It's, it's a change. It's, um, it's been a good experience, and it's been a great milestone. Um, and not that we're going to have some conversation about my age, but I'm just saying that 50 and being um, divorced and having adult kids, some of you may fall into the same uh, category of life where you are dating again. You know, um, your previous marriage may have ended, um, and you're, you're single, basically. That's what it is. You're just single. And, and it comes with uh, some challenges. It comes with some benefits, too. But we're going to hear from a guy who's going to hang out with me uh, this morning and Brandon's absence. And he is going to give us some information. He is going to give us some recommendations. He is going to share his story and share some tips for you. And not only as a man, but as a profession in this relationship. So he's a professional. You know, he's a life strategist. He, he has coaching experience. This is what he does. This is what he does. So I brought you someone in the cafe who can not only speak to you from a male perspective, but speak to you professionally as well. So I want to welcome to the cafe, Gregory A. Dan. Good morning, Soy, to your listening audience. I'm so happy to be up and about. And I have my mug in front of me. <laughs> He's doing the right thing. That's why you're on the show, Greg. That's why you're on the show, because you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. Good morning. Good I appreciate you hanging out with me this morning. How are you? Yes, fine. It's been a long time coming. I think we've known each other about 10 years, and I've had the opportunity to engage. I think the first time I met you were um, on a you were running a panel on the five love languages. And since that time, I've been engaging you um, face-to-face and through your show as frequently as I can. I appreciate your support. You know, you inspired me as well. And, uh, yeah, we met, we both are different places and, and, and out here doing our thing. And, and I just want to say that I love that talk show hosts and, and, and panelists that we support each other's projects. We show up for each other. We, we're there. We're on the panel. And, and that we can sit in different roles where we can be the host, where you can direct and lead, and you can also sit in a seat to be a panel speaker and just speak from one different perspective. So I, I love that we can do this, you know, as professional communicators, and not just we, you, and I, Greg, but we, you know, as, as a whole. So those of you who are out there listening and you're involved in panel speaking or public speaking, um, support other people who are doing this kind of need to put more positive energy and information out in our community so we can help each other. So thank you, Greg, for bringing that up. Uh, a true leader, a true man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes. I'm doing well. I'm so, down here in St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis. What's the weather like there? What's it like there? Well, it's been it's the first day of summer started out very sunny yesterday, and then we've had storms every since. So I'm spending the majority of my summer here in St. Louis, yes. But, Greg, I thought you were originally from Chicago. Aren't you from Chicago originally? Yes, I am originally from that. That's correct. I'm a longtime um, Chicagoan. I recently moved to Phoenix, 
and I spent the winter in Phoenix, and now my assignment has me spending the summer primarily here in St. Louis. So I'm between St. Louis, Chicago, and Hotlanta. That's the hotbed of where things are happening. So I try to be in those communities that represent our uh, the demographic of black folk. Mm-hmm. I love I love that you mentioned the word your assignment. Wow, that is powerful. That's powerful. And I, I wish that was our topic today, but we're gonna have to bring you back on because we're gonna need to talk about our assignments, how they come, how we deal with them. Oh my God, that's powerful. My assignment has me in St. Louis. I want you all to remember that. Because we all have assignments here in, in life, yeah. and uh, recognize star and and how you respond and when to respond is all part of the assignment. Oh, I love it! I almost want to change the topic right now, right now, but my, my tech not gonna let me do that. I change the topic. She's gonna, she gonna, she's probably mute my mic. So <laughs> let me stay on topic. <laughs> stay on. Oh my God, my assignment! I love it! I love it! Well, your assignment today. Greg is to uh, speak with me. Our topic today is the art of pleasing a woman. And the step to that is how to please a woman in, in 2000, in 2K. Because it, it, it's a different day. It's a different day. And I think we yeah. may, I think we want, no, I, no, no, let me stop right now before me and Greg get into it. I don't think women want different things. I do not think we want different things from um, old school, but I do think that there are different ways to go about doing it. I don't think we want different things. Yes. So we, we, I agree. About that. Um, yeah, your point on your point on with that is um, the what they desire, old school and new school, is the same, but how to go about getting it is a lot different today. The 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 opportunities for women to show up and pretty much demand, whereas in days of gone by, many times they would just wait for things to happen or take on whatever is showing up versus standing in their voice. So I'm excited this show is right on time, a conversation I had with a couple of men recently, so I hope they're tuning in this morning. So that conversation you had, <laughs> how did it end? Well, uh, as you know, as a life coach, um, I'm dealing with 90% of my clientele are females, but the men who are engaging are beginning to engage because they're saying that they're not experiencing what they would like to experience in the way of relationship. They're not finding it easy to relate to the women that they're engaging in, they're having serial relationships as a result and, and continue to repeat the same things over and over again. So I believe the men are becoming more open to that conversation because they are being forced into it because women are, have become real clear on what it is they want. And you can't please a person if you're not aware of what it is they desire or what, what each person is different. And so that's something we talk about in the conversation as to you can't stand inside of what has happened in your past relationships or women you've dealt with. You have to be present to that woman that is showing up in your life. Okay, so let me ask you this. So in, in the past, we, we've heard 
things said that, for example, women or you meet a guy, you shouldn't you shouldn't talk so much, right? You shouldn't let him know. Um, you shouldn't talk so much and tell him what you want because what will happen is he will conform to do the things that he thinks you want, and this may not be who he is. And it could end quicker after he gets what he wants, if that's what he's out for, you know, um, just for some fun. Or it could, um, it could, you could find that he's not really the guy who you thought. He's not, he's only the guy who you wanted him to be because he recreated himself for the advantages of getting what he, what he wanted from you. So do you think, I mean, yeah. your opinion that be forward in saying yeah. what, what we want? I think that's a, um, a great caution that I would give, that you would give, I would give a woman, is you, you have to observe, you have to be clear on what it is you desire in a relationship and not always communicate it directly because, you know, you've heard it said that men are hunters. So if you give the hunter the bait, he knows how to bait you. And so I, I encourage women to, as that conversation evolves, Speak on those things, but come up with a way of identifying what's important to you without asking him directly. Because once you ask the man who is on the hunt, now he knows what he needs to show up as. And like you said, many times people can show up a particular way because they know that's what you're expecting. But the issue becomes once they engage you in the long term of the relationship that they fall off. You may have heard it said the other shoe drops. Now you really see who he is, what he's made of. And it doesn't mean that he's a bad person, but he did what he thought was necessary to acquire a relationship with you. So you have to be careful um, in what, how much you are divulging of who you are and what your expectations are and look for them versus asking about them. Yes. So, Greg, tell us how – how does a, a man go about pleasing a woman? And, and and let me just say this, because I don't know where men got in their head. I mean, this is an adult conversation, so I'm just going to keep it out there. So if you got kids listening, go ahead and send them out of the room, because this is an adult conversation, and everything is not kids. But I don't know where men, when they get this thinking that because they can have sex with you, and, and they can do it well, that that's the extent of what you need from them. Where, where does this come from, Where I'm so annoyed with that. Where, where does this come from? Is this a thing of Because I don't remember men acting like this. Like, like how they do now, I do not remember men. I don't, do not remember men acting like this. This is out of control. It is out of control. Well, for when you look at the history of relationships, that's particularly in, in regards to men and women, Men have always been taught that to please a woman is first to provide security, the physical aspect of you know uh, a place to reside, feeling safe, and then the second piece of that, which is still physical, is to please her in bed. Even as I prepared for this show, I just happened to Google the topic and see what comes up, and I didn't find anything that spoke to pleasing a woman outside of the physical aspect of pleasing a woman or, or satisfying. So I like to start with, like, with my clients. We start with definitions, so we're all working from the same space. To please someone means to satisfy them, that is, meet their expectations, their needs, their desires. 
So first of all, that person I desire to please has to have a clear understanding what it would be like once they are pleased. Now, in regards to men pleasing women, we have been taught that, one, it's just a physical thing. But truly pleasing a woman, first of all, you have to understand that every woman is different. And with that being said, it's your responsibility if you desire to engage that woman on that level is to identify for her what is pleasurable. What would she consider a pleasing relationship? What things bring her joy? You can't, you know, you heard it said in the song, you can't find love in a test tube or in a book. It's like you can't experience the wetness of water by reading about it. You have to get in it. So if you want to please someone, it means showing up present, finding out what that means to them. But you're right. The conversation today about pleasing a woman always comes down to is he the sexuality or sexual intimacy, and those are two different words, even though they're combined together, or is physical, what can you do for me? But there's today's women, they're not looking for you in regards to what can you do for me. Now, at certain age ranges, you may find the younger women who are just starting out may still be stuck in that conversation, but for the audience I'm dealing with and and as I listen to your show, you tend to have a more mature audience. Um, and it doesn't mean that they're all professionals, but they're mature in the sense that they have a sense of their position on life they've had and experiences. And with that being said, a man who's engaging that type of woman must know, don't make the mistake of thinking all she wants is financial security or physical interaction. Or she can cut, you'll, you'll end up missing the boat. So that's that's an issue today. We have to address that. Um, relationships are more. A woman looks for more than the physical aspect of a relationship. Well, you know, Greg, I think that I think that back, um, like you said, um, years ago, there was a time that women were looking for financial uh, security, and I think that it would be. Awesome to have. Everyone wants a, a helpmate. Everyone wants a teammate, someone on your team that can help take care and provide for you. And we all do. Um, but the thing about it is, I think what's changed is that women are taking care of themselves financially. So the need for a man to come to the table with certain things um, has just kind of gone by the wayside. There's, there's no longer a need because I got this. You know, that's right. That's right. And and sometimes. Right. It's- meet her needs because he can't even sustain what she already has, and that's intimidating for him off the break right there. But back to her needing um, to be pleased, it's like, hey, well, I got this. Maybe all you can do is to, you know, please me sexually because the rest of this I have under control. You find that to be Mm -hmm. the case? Yes, that's very much so. So I I encourage I love the five love languages piece. It's over time, and a lot of times people don't know what is pleasurable to them, um, particularly oh. if you've been in a relationship. And you believe, so you got to identify what's pleasurable to me at different times of your life that may change. So I encourage couples to take that, individuals to take the exam, to know how does love show up in my life. 
what would please me? Like, for example, I'm a kind of guy, at this stage in my life, quality time is important to me. That doesn't mean she has to be with me every day, all day. But to know that I have access to her, um, I'm important to her, she makes the phone calls, she may text throughout the day, that's pleasing to me. I can have a long-distance relationship if that piece is being taken care of. So to please a person, you need to have a sense of what is pleasurable to them. And one way of finding out is by taking the love language test, which is free, and you can find out, am I pleased to have quality time? Am I pleased to that person giving me words of affirmation? Um, do I need the physical touch? Everybody at different stages in their life don't need physical touch, and they can even proximity or act of service. So it's, if you want to please someone, you've got to know what is pleasurable to them. And that requires conversation. You know, uh, I'm a mature gentleman. I've had seven years of dating because, as you know, I was married for 30 years. My late wife passed away. So when I got back into the dating game, I had to, first of all, realize I couldn't treat the women that I was dating as I was accustomed to treating a wife. Many of them wouldn't warrant it or I was heading down the wrong path. So I had to take some time to find out, okay, how do I go about pleasing a woman? And the best way to do that is to have conversation with her to find out what makes her tick. And as you said, to the women, to the women today are a lot more different. And at this stage in my life, and you have a man, a man has to know what stage he is in the life and, and what stage the woman that he's dealing with are in. Because if, they, if they're in a stage that they have acquired all of those things, they're not looking for someone to bring that to the table. But what I am finding that uh, most women want, if they're not seeking things, they do want conversation. They do want, and conversation means not someone just telling them or repeating back to them what they have heard, but to be inside of the conversation and talk about your feelings. We lose a bunch of men when it comes down to talking about feelings because that's not the part of the brain we operate from. So this whole conversation about pleasing a woman it comes down to the risk factors that a man has to be able to willing to stand up against or to um, challenge himself. You mentioned earlier about relationships. We learn our biggest lessons in life through relationships. Relationships help us determine our level of mastery of life and our level of maturity around topics and issues. So relationships are key. You, you mentioned something earlier that I want to just expound on a little bit before we uh, wrap up the show. Um, you mentioned that when you came back out on, on the scene, you have to recognize, and, and probably men too, the difference between how you treat a person you're dating and how you treat your wife. What's the difference? Yes. Well, one of the things I treat, first of all, treat everyone the same from the perspective I'm engaging another human being and understand who they are, what they desire, but also knowing what is they, where are we going with this. So dating is different from actually courting. Uh, during the seven years I was dating, I dated a lot of women. Why? Because dating to me does not always or mean that there's sexual activity and it means also it's an opportunity for me to find out what I like. You know, after 30 years of marriage, 
I got married at 21, so here I am 30 years later, and I'm back on the scene after having done my own personal work, you know, with the loss. Then I had to say, what do I like? Because I had evolved. And so during dating, it allows you to engage others, and you can find you like this, you know, and this woman represented this thing, this woman represented another. And then you, once I had gotten to the point where I could identify what I liked, then I was able to get clear on what I wanted in the next level of courting someone that potentially could lead to marriage. So dating is key, uh, but we don't. I don't think we know how to date because we date, and oftentimes we get overly involved physically versus looking at what the interaction with that other person is is uh, about. And when you look at black women in particular, they are different on so many different levels. You can have two professional women, but they are so uniquely different because they each are authentic. So I encourage men to be present to the person that they're engaging and see what are, what are, they, what are they coming away with from that woman. Where's the challenges? And that's where the growth is. Um, many men have a difficult time engaging women that have everything because that means now it's not about him showing up with a gift. It's not about him showing up with money or those kinds of things, but he has to show up present to conversation. Now, I'm not talking about wow. the, the game conversation. I'm talking about conversation as to who he is, who she is, what can we potentially do, what is your strengths, what is your weaknesses. Women, women have been in this conversation for a long time because you guys talk to each other. So you are you're addressing your own issues. Men hasn't been in this conversation. When we get together, we're not talking about that. <laughs> so, Greg, you know, we're going to have to have you um, back on because we're going to have to talk about some of these uh, concepts about dating and, and wiping uh, from a male perspective. Because, you know, women, women want to know, and, and I think that um, – Hearing things from a man gives us perspective. It gives us clarity, you know, because a lot of times we um, men are not always can't always articulate it is what what they want or what they expect from us. It just show up in their behavior, but it doesn't come out verbally. Like you said, when we talk, we talk more, and so we kind of want to um, act or react, and then we talk more, and then we and we talk more, and we talk more, and they act and we act more, and so it's just it's just this breakdown. Of, um, of communication, just kind of understanding uh, what we want from men and what right. men expect. Uh, but you, you right. know, Greg, I want to before the show, I want to allow you an opportunity to just to say quickly um, where people can get more information about what it is you're doing. He's doing some great things in the community. You all, so follow him on his website. So, Greg, if you would share that information real quickly, that would be appreciated. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my website is Gregory A. Stanton. That's my public figure page. If you go to that page, you'll also see the links that take you to my actual um, website. So Gregory A. Stanton is my Facebook page. The website is Solution, like spelled with a soul, like your S-O-U-L, solutionsforliving.com. And once you get out there, you find everything that you need to find. Um, yes. Can I interject something in regards to our last statement regarding knowing what you want? Now, I found that oftentimes women don't know what they want. 
you were gonna. You're doing, you're doing the thirty seconds. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, give me a good example. When you take a person, when you ask, when you take a person on a date and you ask them, "Well, you like to go eat," and then they say, "I'll go anywhere." And then when you show up at the place that you choose, then they say, "I don't like this," but you had already asked them, "Where would you like to go?" And so a lot of people, men and women, are not clear on what they like. So when someone asks them or offers them the opportunity to have the pleasure, they don't know what that pleasure would be. So getting clear on what you like is important. All right. I hope you've been taking notes and sharing, sharing, sharing this information with other people. But we'd like to thank our guests for hanging out in the cafe with you today. Greg, thank you for uh, just being a guest of the show. I appreciate you and I appreciate what you shared to the audience and to the Don't forget, don't forget you all. Visit the website called com for information about upcoming events, upcoming show topics, as well as the we're looking to share information to other people that we can make a difference in their lives. Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. Tune in, dial in, and share the Facebook Live feed. Thanks for hanging out with me. Have a great Saturday, and I'll see you next week on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. And don't forget, you all, send some love to Brandon. He's a new dad today, so shout out to Brandon as he walks his new path of fatherhood. We love you, B.